0: everybody. Welcome back. Let's shake off all the negative energy that you might have accumulated around you. I know I've been doing that with Ula lately. Uh, Today, we are going to dive into this amazing topic that I think is going to give you guys all some amazing relief, which is, I want communication, but I won't communicate until you communicate with me. Honey, (laughs) explain this one.
1: Well, I would say that as always, um, the the name came from one of our conversations (laughs) when we were, I don't remember anymore what we were talking about, but it was exactly about this, that we desire communication with somebody, but we put the power outside ourselves and say that, well, if this person is not willing to communicate with me, I am certainly not going to communicate with you since you're not communicating with me even though this other person might not even know that you want communication (laughs) because you haven't communicated that you want communication. Totally.
0: (laughs) I love it. And before you beat yourself up, because that's usually my first place of like, oh shit, that's what I do. And oh my God, no, I feel bad. It's it's so typical that we do this because we spend a lot of time in our heads creating these scenarios about – our dynamics with other people and then thinking in these make-believe scenarios that the other person should know. And if they loved us, if they understood us, if they saw us, then they would naturally give us these things that we're desiring. But all that does is take you further away from the opportunity and I think responsibility that you have to create your own way of meeting your own needs. And Ula and I actually did a a recent reel on this. We created um, our first timeout short. So these are little skits and role plays that we are now creating that you can find on Instagram that just shine a really humorous light on the ways that we do this whole human thing and how we end up kind of making life a lot fucking harder for ourselves because we just get so stuck in this belief that we're not lovable and that people don't want to be there for us. So I want communication, but I won't communicate until you communicate came from actually, I think, a conversation about some needs that I had um, and how I wanted those needs met um, by somebody else, but I felt in my mind that the other person needed to make that first move. So let's start here, honey, because I now that I have perspective a little bit more, what I immediately go to is how all of this process of ruminating in our brains and wanting something in a relationship, but not asking for it and expecting the other person to bring it to us, all of that, We can judge a million different ways. We can give labels to it. But at the end of the day, at its very essence, all it's saying is that we have a desire that we don't know how to meet for ourselves because we're afraid that if we actually ask for our desire to be met or go after our desire, that we're not going to receive it. And this is actually a bigger conversation about how often... We don't believe that our desires can actually come true for ourselves.
1: Mm -hmm. And that goes even deeper to the big issue that people believe is that they are not worthy of receiving their desires. And I mean, it can be as simple as, I want to go for a walk with my next door neighbor. You can create a shit show out of that. You know, they don't like me. They never invite me to their parties, but I really want to go with the, for a walk with them. But then, no, I don't actually, I don't know. They they probably don't want to go with me. So you go into this kind of crazy loop in your head and you create all these crazy scenarios because you don't believe in the deepest essence, you don't believe that you are worthy or deserve you'll me- needs to be met mm-hmm. and it all comes back to you like yourself and really this i want communication but i won't communicate because you're not communicating comes down to i don't believe in myself that i am worthy and deserve this which is sad Especially mm-hmm. since, like I, I, I can say that ninety-nine percent of the people out there do this, because we learn this, we keep learning and learning this, and then we don't have to. We can we can actually unlearn this way and find another way. Hmm.
0: And one thing that will be helpful in this process is to recognize that a part of what you are asking for is to feel safer Mm -hmm. to And that, that in itself is so huge because if we don't feel safe in anything, we're going to dig our heels in and not move because we're afraid. And that's a very natural response Mm -hmm. instead of being like shitty on yourself for it. It's just recognize like, oh, okay, something in me doesn't feel safe right now. And by safe, I don't mean necessarily physical safety, but also emotional safety, right? And maybe your nervous system is triggered by something. And so being able to go within actually gives you the fairest shot at figuring out if something in you is feeling unsafe. And, and then... What do you do to help yourself feel safe, right? Oftentimes what you do to feel safe, if you were thinking about it as like a little child that doesn't feel safe because, you know, they went to go on the playground and somebody made fun of them and now their feelings are hurt and they come running back and they're crying, how would you respond to that little kid? You wouldn't analyze with a child, why these kids are bullies and what kind of families they came from and how we live in a system of bullying and how bullying is really a sign that they're hurting inside and how really as you as a child that got hurt by it, you shouldn't be hurt, but let's talk about what hurt emotions means. We we do this to ourselves, right? In our brain. It's not very soothing. What is more soothing is a lot of what you tell me, honey, which is be gentle with yourself. Stop beating yourself up. And then that in itself becomes one of the hardest practices if we are so conditioned and used to beating ourselves up because we feel bad that we have a need that's not getting met. And we end up thinking that we're not worthy of that need getting met. And then we have all these other examples from our lives of how our needs didn't get met. And then we end up just feeling like shit about ourselves and other people and we stay
1: stuck. Mm -hmm. And when you are stuck and you are in the digging my heels in mode when you start communicating from that space, it comes out completely wrong because you start you you sound demanding when you are trying to mm-hmm. communicate anything with anybody else, even yourself, because easily you go in and you start, like you said, you'd start analyzing and judging and doing all these crazy things instead of taking care of yourself and being gentle and and telling yourself that, okay, I am, this is where I am right now and it's okay, I am not fucking anything up, I'm not doing anything wrong, I can take a breather and see how I can feel a little bit better so that I can communicate a little bit better. And it is okay, always, always, always okay to take the first step to communicate with somebody else. It's always okay. Mm.
0: Yeah. And this is something that you're going to need practice with, because <laughs> yeah. I, I know we, we have actually talked about this, you know, I feel like in the spiritual communities and, and even personal development, there's a way that we, we get taught indirectly or misinterpret. Maybe that's a fair thing. We misinterpret that. These messages around getting to the place of feeling better or recognizing that everything outside of you is of your own creation and it's all a mirror. And so you need to shift your energy inside and then emit that energy out. And then everything around you outside of you will shift to that energy. It can imply that you just need to get over Mm -hmm. it and you just need to, you know, be happy and put a smile on your face and feel good means you don't address whatever the situation was where you wanted communication. And this is where I think a a lot of folks are pretty shitty communicators Mm -hmm. and not because they are trying to be shitty, but they don't know that actually there is an opportunity to still communicate even If you feel resolved about it, it is an opportunity to deepen intimacy with another person. And that can only really happen if you feel safe within, or if you start with something that allows your nervous system and your brain to recognize that you're not in danger, that this other person is safe, that you are safe, that you have the right, the ability and the knowing of how to step into asking for what you desire and that that's okay. Even if you haven't experienced it before, maybe you've been let down constantly when you ask for your desires, it still doesn't mean that that's the only template available for Mm -hmm. you. So from that regard, you can see that it's so important to create some internal sense of I'm good. I'm safe. Uh, And from there, as your energy shifts, then you can communicate way better. And then your energy behind your communication can be received in that amazing, like better feeling space. And that's what we talk about you guys when it's feeling better. It's not put a bandaid on the bullet Mm -hmm. wound, pretend the issue isn't there. It's actually let's, let's help you open up your energetic reserves so that you can more openly step into deepening intimacy with someone else and allow the communication to flow from a place and honey you you remind me of this from a place of solution versus problem mm-hmm.
1: and it's often when we we um are in the space of not feeling safe we can feel like uh, we we're afraid that we might be um coming across the wrong way and, and, and whatever. And then you jump into the, Oh, I need to feel better. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to do some affirmations and this and that, and I'm just going to be happy. And then you pretend, which is actually worse <laughs> because mm-hmm. then you're not only lying to the other person, you're lying to yourself because you are not yeah. allowing the feeling behind it to you're not letting go of the feeling that you have the insecurity or fear anger anything that's behind there you're not letting go of it you are just masking it with something that oh i'm i'm so happy i'm so happy all these spiritual teachers tell me that i just need to be happy well yes we that's what that's what we all want but if you just start like you said putting Band-Aids on bullet wounds you are going to explode at some point and that's why it's so important that you let all of those feelings flow through. You don't have to identify mm. with them. You don't have to feel stuck with them. But you need to let them flow through. And one thing that I love doing is meditation. And we always start with, your, uh, with Gladys's reset remedy because when your um, nervous system is, is agitated, you can't. You, you can't shut your mind down and medit- during meditation mm-hmm. also you're not supposed to get like these big um inspirations and and flashes and angels singing that's not meditation the purpose of meditation is for you to be able to quieten your mind even if it's for a couple of seconds because once you're mm-hmm. able to do that you're not lying to yourself anymore that is where you feel better. Mm -hmm.
0: For those of us that have had a hard time with meditation, because I've been one of them, and I know that in the moment when I'm feeling super crunchy Mm -hmm. or I'm super hard on myself, meditation um, has felt like the last thing that I can do, right? And so one, one thing that has been helpful when meditation feels almost like too too much of an open canvas in some ways, mm-hmm. right? Because we're so full impact in our brain is to give yourself the space to unpack what's in your brain. And it's interesting because journaling has been coming up a lot lately in, in my sphere in various ways. And we are actually in the process of creating some amazing uh, reflective prompts and exercises for folks. And one of them is really being able to do what's a brain dump mm-hmm. is Literally, like, write down everything that you feel unsettled by, that you feel upset by, whatever it is that just, it does not feel resolved. Write them all down and then go through this process of honoring how you currently feel about it all. And this is, this is actually, the process of the good goodbye approach, which I actually wrote in regard to how we navigate change and loss. But I find over and again that I go through this process because when you write down everything that is bothering you, you are accepting what is as it is. You're saying, this shit bothers me. You're not putting judgment Mm -hmm. on it. You're not beating yourself up around it. You're saying, these are all my, my areas of discomfort. And then, and that's acceptance is the first pillar. Understanding is a second pillar, which is, okay, that's where I'm at. Where do I want to be? And in order to get there, you have to be honest about how you're currently feeling. So if you feel like shit, if you feel like a loser, if you feel embarrassed, if you feel angry, let that be what you feel. Okay? This is the biggest error in spirituality is that you. it's not okay to feel bad, It is okay to feel bad. And Ula, you remind me constantly that our emotions are just information. What gets difficult is when we identify with the emotions, we believe that this is the only way life is going to be. We start to then use that filter for everything and then it snowballs and our whole world seems like shit. And then we just start acting from that place of shit and then we attract more shit and then we use it as evidence that life is shit. I've been there so many times. Like even when we do that, Ula says to me, you're doing nothing wrong it's okay. So make it okay that you have your feelings as they are. And then where do you want to be? How do you want to feel? If you were on the other side of this and resolved, right? Like everything that you wrote down that bothers you actually was complete and no longer a a thorn in your side, how would you feel? And then bask in that feeling. What would that feeling look like? Where is it in your body? And this is a way that you can release and move those energies that we're talking about. And more and more, you guys, what I'm finding is that this becomes a little bit of the pre-work. I don't want to call it work, but kind of just like a pre-cleanup to then being able to use meditation much much more profoundly. Well, honey, I haven't told you this, but in this last handful of days, when my mind is going nonstop, whether I'm going to bed or I'm waking up in the morning, and I do my whole mental process of trying to like break it all down and analyze and just honor what I'm feeling, but then I feel like shit about that. I have actually just stopped and breathed and focused on my breathing and reminding myself that this goal right now is just to let my brain pause, um, which is what meditation is. So (laughs) I've (laughs) I've been using meditation more now because I can I can access it differently. I can see it differently. It doesn't feel like this other hurdle that is going to show me another way that I'm fucking up because I can't fucking get my brain to stop thinking. Let yourself do a little bit of a pre-purge in Mm -hmm. some ways. And then that in itself can soften you into using the very powerful practice of meditation where you're just really giving your mind a massage in some ways.
1: Mm -hmm. And honey, would you just describe the entire... Thing, this journaling and and brain dump, all this, this is you communicating with yourself, so that you can start communicating mm, with other mm-hmm. people.
0: Mm. Yeah, and that is the Aww. most
1: important communication you can have with yourself. Mm. But it takes practice. I love that. Because we are so used to having that, our mind just go and go and go and your brain is going a million miles an hour, never stopping. And the only time it stops is, is at night. And even then, if you anybody who wakes up in the middle of the night, what happens? Bam, it's right back. Right back where you left it, a couple of hours earlier. And then you stay up for an hour or so because your mind is just going. So yeah, that it's what Gladys just described is a Excellent, excellent, excellent exercise for starting the communication with yourself so you can stop your brain.
0: <laughs> so, you <can> stop communicating. <laughs> so you can stop communicating. Yes. I love it. <laughs> the goal is for us to stop communicating with our overactive yes. brains. Yes, that sounds beautiful. And to actually enjoy the silence. Yes. Ah, yeah. See All right, you here. guys totally so this is what we want to give you today you know one thing that becomes super 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 difficult when you are in that space of overthinking a situation with someone that isn't unfolding in the way you want and needs not getting met you want to communicate with that person but you don't want to communicate with them until they come to you because you think that they should know whenever you're in that crunchy energy and with anything right what's really fucking hard to access is Another alternative. What's another outcome? What is, because you're so focused on what's not working that it's almost, it almost feels impossible for you to even entertain what could work. And then you're just constantly looking for more evidence of why things aren't working out and you're focused on what doesn't feel good. So we're going to do something for you today, which is going to help you stretch into the space of entertaining other possibilities that actually feel better. And this is a beautiful example of how feeling better doesn't mean you're ignoring, but actually it's helping you move the energy of stuckness so that you can open yourself up to a new perspective. And perspective is everything, you guys. It's a perspective that you have right now that's based on your past experience Unless you actively choose to change your perspective, you are just automatically reliving your past. So if your perspective can shift into something new, uh, then you can see new outcomes and you can see new possibilities and new solutions. But that process in itself, when you're mulling stuff in your brain, it's it's really hard unless you're intentional about it. So we're going to do a little meditation for you today. This is what we call our house of ore meditation, and it's a beautiful way to just settle into calming your nervous system down, relaxing your mind from all the overthinking, and exploring what it would be like to actually live in a world, in a home, that is full of other options that feel better. So... Start by taking a few deep breaths to ground you into the here and now with us. Letting each breath deepen within your body and feeling your body slowly settle into your seat. Noticing how with each exhale, any areas of tension uncoil just a tiny bit. And as you find a rhythm for your breathing that feels more expansive and nurturing, allowing your body to melt just a little bit more with each exhale, Begin to repeat the reset remedy by saying to yourself, I am safe, I am secure, I am protected, I am loved. Continuing your beautiful, delicious breaths. While you say to yourself, I am safe, I am secure, I am protected, I am loved. Each time you repeat these phrases, you feel the realness of these statements. Saying I am safe lets your nervous system unfurl. Saying I am protected gives your brain permission to stop looking for danger. Saying I am secure gives your body a sense of coziness and saying, I am loved, allows your heart to gently hold you in this moment of neutrality. As you carry the reset remedy with you, repeating to yourself, I am safe, I am secure, I am protected, I am loved, notice the stillness that you feel through all parts of your being. your mind being able to rest after so much activity, your heart feeling grateful for a chance to feel loving and loved by you, and your body excited for this expansiveness, And having freedom to release all those energies that have been building up inside, creating tension and stress, those slowly start to dissipate as you remind yourself that you are safe, you are secure, you are protected, you are loved. As you savor this deliciousness, imagine yourself walking up to a beautiful home. You take steps to the front door, eager to see what's inside. Feeling safe, secure, protected, and loved, you open the door and excitedly take steps inside to discover what is in this house. As you walk through each room, you notice that there are piles of stuff in each corner of each room. Stuff that's been accumulated likely over years. Stuff that doesn't seem to have a place in the rest of the home, but somehow is there. Go to one room and approach the pile in the corner with full permission to start to look at what's there. As you start to look through the pile of stuff, you notice that these are all situations that have worried you, left you uncertain, that feel unresolved. Each piece you pick up represents. Maybe a conversation that you had that didn't feel good to you, a need you have that hasn't been met, a situation with someone that isn't unfolding the way you desire, a fear or a worry about how things are going to unfold in the future. As you go through this pile, you notice that this is all the stuff that you've been keeping in the corner of your heart. And at first, it might feel tempting to think, well, shit, this is a lot of stuff. How am I ever going to clear this out? What do I do with all this stuff that's accumulated in every room of this home? Where does it go? Notice the feelings that come up as you acknowledge the pile of unresolved energies that you've had and simply honor them as information of what you really desire. If one piece in the pile of stuff is I don't know if I'm going to be safe tomorrow in my relationship with my best friend because they're so busy and they haven't called me back. Honor how you feel about it. Notice how that feeling settles through your body. And then use it just as information. What do you really desire? And as you ponder what this emotion is telling you about what you genuinely desire, ULA is going to guide you in how to expand that desire and where to take it so that this pile of stuff starts to move through into its rightful place, allowing you to feel more freedom in each room of this beautiful home that you are exploring.
1: As you go through these little things on these piles in each room, I want you to take deep breaths and even deeper exhales. Let the exhales be expansive. Let them come out with a sound. Let it go. And as your lungs expand, and you physically let this energy move through you, you realize that these pieces of things in each room have a solution. But you don't need to know what the solution is. You don't need to figure it out. You can simply by exhaling Let the loving source energy take care of this for you. You have entered the house of ore. You finally understand that there is always an ore. You can focus on these little pieces of things and ideas problems if you want to call them that. There is always an or. there is an or, there's always a solution. And with each exhale the energy keeps expanding. It becomes more and more playful. And you realize that he, not only is this the house of or this, it's a gold mine of untapped energy, playful energy that wants it for you to arrange it any way you want. And as you keep breathing and exhaling, the little pieces start floating around. They become lighter. They become. Almost like little lanterns, little paper lanterns that are floating in each room. And they start swirling around and they start rearranging. And before you know it, the house is full of love. The piles have rearranged themselves into solutions. They have rearranged themselves into wonderful situations with your friends, with your loved ones, with money, your work, everything in your life. It has rearranged itself. And all you have to do is breathe and exhale And with each exhale, you're still letting go of all those pieces, letting them swirl around and rearrange themselves. And with each inhale, you get to take in the new solution that has emerged from rearranging these things. And you didn't have to do anything. You did not. Have to do anything. You are the solution. You are the generator of all this love around you. Keep breathing in and exhale even deeper. Allow yourself to feel the solutions of this beautiful house of ore. These solutions are always there for you. They are always available. You can tap into this energy anytime you want. And with each inhale... I want you to breathe in more and more of this love. And we need to exhale. Push out whatever is left there of those little things and piles. Because they want to be playful. They want to be part of rearranging. And as you feel... Fuller and fuller with love. You are ready to walk out of your house of ore for now. And Gladys will guide you how to come back to this very moment.
0: As you slowly walk out of the house and close the door, take a moment to look back at the house and give a big thanks for everything that you discovered inside. The piles of stuff that have been accumulating in the corners of your heart, the emotions that these piles brought within you that gave you information as to what you really desire. And the ability to practice shifting from what these piles are telling you you don't want to seeing those piles of infinite solutions. Give yourself a deep thanks for allowing yourself to receive these solutions with more ease. Giving yourself permission to step out of that feedback loop that tells you how things are not working out and enjoying this delicious ease of expansion, of opportunity, of feeling better about all these piles and what they represent in your life. As you walk away, remember that you can return to the house of ore anytime you're stuck in seeing a situation from one perspective only. You can practice seeing it from a different lens, simply By asking yourself, or, what's an alternative? Or, what's the solution? And letting that beautiful energy of solution-oriented love and freedom and expansion settle into every part of your being, so that as you continue to breathe, you move all those energies of problem into the energy of or right now. Slowly start to ground back into your body in the present moment, taking this beautiful gift of a quick shift in perspective with you and feeling the excitement that in any moment You can look at things differently by saying, or. And as you get ready to open your eyes, allow yourself the grace of celebrating the ways that you created a moment of or for yourself right here and right now with us and allowed yourself to shift into a fully different perspective that is filled with so much opportunity for you to receive all the safety, security, protection, and love that you desire.